Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're uh, chiming in, watching on YouTube, or listening via podcast, but either way, really do appreciate the listen. Hope this video does help you out in your upcoming fantasy drafts there. We're continuing along with our... Uh, 22-23 team reviews, and we're going to look at the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're going to look at their defensemen, goaltending forwards. As per dailyfaceoff.com, I find their depth charts to be the most accurate anyways. And uh, yeah, we'll get right into it. Their goaltending tandem for next year will be the same. It should be Elvis Merlickens and Jonas Corposalo. Now, Elvis Merlickens, he's 28 years old. Last year got into 59 games. So he played quite a few there. He was 27, 23, and 7. So he's over a 500 record there. Had two shutouts, a 3.22 goals against average, and a 907 save percentage. Realistically, he got you a fair amount of wins. So there is some fantasy value there. You'd like to see the goals against a little bit lower. But Columbus is definitely improved in the offseason. We'll get in that in a little bit here. So, should see his fantasy value improving. Is he a top-tier goaltender? No. But, he should have a little more value for you than he did previous, than last year, if you did have him there. Now, his backup, Jonas Corposalo, he's also 28 years old. He got into 22 games last year. He was 7-11 and no overtime losses there. He had a really ugly season, actually, that record. He had a goals against of 4.15 and a save percentage of 877. Do I expect him to have better numbers this year? Yeah, I do. Am I going to draft him? No, no, I'm not, to be honest with you, because I think Merlickens has a good hold of the crease. And unless Merlickens gets injured, I guess, I might take him up if I had him and he's hurt. But... Realistically, there's not really much reason to draft Corpus Salo in your leagues there. Moving along to defensemen, uh, their top pairing should be Zach Wierenski and Andrew Peek. Wierenski, he definitely has fantasy value. He'll be on the top power play and second PK unit, only 25 years old. Last year, 68 games played, had 11 goals, 37 assists for 48 points. So almost 50 points and missing 14 games. That's really nice value there for him. He had 14 power play points. Nice production. 33 hits. He's definitely not going to wow you in the hit department, but not every league counts hits. So definitely, if it doesn't count hits, you're definitely going to draft him higher, where he might fall back a little bit in a banger league, but definitely shows value. 95 blocks. So he did have a nice block total for 68 games played. Would have definitely been probably in the 110 to 115 mark if he played the whole season. And 216 shots on goal. So nice shot total for you. His counterpart, Andrew Peak. He should be on the top PK unit. He's only 24 years old. Last year he played in all 82 games. Had two goals, 13 assists for 15 points. So... Not a lot of production there. Where he is going to help you is in the next two categories is 191 hits and 169 blocks. That combination, you'd be good in a banger league because he has two good stat spots there. Realistically, you want more offensive production. Will he get that? I think he'll get a little bit more. Definitely not a lot more. So he might be okay in a banger league. Or a Roto League where you need helps and hits and blocks and you can sacrifice the offense there. And he also put up 72 shots on goal, so not a lot of shots there. Second pairing was Vladislav Gavrikov 
and Adam Bolquist. Now Gavrikov, he should be on the top PK unit. He's only 26 years old. 80 games last year, he had 5 goals, 28 assists for 33 points. Had nice hit total, 124 hits and 138 blocks. And he had 108 shots on goal. So for me, realistically, I just talked about peak. I'd maybe take Gavrikov in a roto league because you're going to get more offensive production. You do still get nice hit and block totals, not as much as peak. So you kind of counterbalance that. There's probably a little bit more value there for Gavrikov. On a standard scoring league, I'm leaving Gavrikov alone, to be honest with you, because you need a lot more offensive production for it to be relevant. Now, Bolquist, he should be on the second PP unit. He's only 21 years old. Last year, 52 games played, had 11 goals, 11 assists for 22 points. So over that, under that half point per game, he had a couple spurts there. He is considered an offensive defenseman, and I do expect that to improve. He's only 21. He was 20 last year. Do I draft him? No, but he'd be very high on my watch list, to be honest with you. Six power play points, 26 hits, 47 blocks, and 64 shots on goal. Uh, third pairing is Jake Bean and Eric Branson. Probably most third pairings, I'm leaving them alone, but let's see what Jake Bean's stats are. He's 24 years old, last year 67 games played, 7 goals, 18 assists for 25 points, had 4 power play points, 41 hits, 71 blocks, 90 shots on goal. Really not going to wow you. He might show some upside, like Boquist, somebody, like if Wierenski went down, I'm jumping all over Boquist straight away, but... Uh, Bean, I'm probably leaving him alone. Eric Branson, he should be on the second PK unit, 30 years old, last year 78 games played, had 6 goals, 11 assists for 17 points for the Flames, 145 hits, 92 blocks, and 129 shots on goal. Realistically, leaving him alone, if somebody <coughs> excuse me, does draft him, thank him because he left a better player on the board there for you, and uh, yeah, realistically, Gabranson doesn't show much value at all. Moving into forwards, though, their top line should be Johnny Goudreau, the big fish they snagged, Boone Jenner and Patrick Liney. Now, Johnny Goudreau he's on the, should be on the top power play unit, only 28 years old. Last year, 82 games played, 40 goals, was a 40-goal man, 75 assists for 115 points. I see that... I see his goals going down a bit just because he has Liney there to pass the puck to. His point total, I, he's never broken the 100-point plateau. He did have 99 before, but I do see him hovering right around that 100-point mark in Columbus. 25 power play points, 10 hits, 9 blocks, 262 shots on goal. Sorry, couldn't read my own handwriting there. Realistically, yes, he's fantasy relevant. But if goals are weighted a little bit higher, I might hold off a little bit because I do see that goal total going down. But definitely fantasy relevant. Should be drafted in the early rounds in your league and you can't really go wrong taking them. Boone Jenner, he should be on the top power play unit, 29 years old. Last year, 59 games played, 23 goals, so 20 goal man in only 59 games played, 21 assists for 44 points. I see with his linemates being Goudreau and Liney that production should definitely be up there. So I'm 
might think about taking him in a late round in my draft this year because I do see him being undervalued going into the draft. 10 power play points, 80 hits, 56 blocks, 160 shots on goal. Now the last one, Patrick Liney, did get him signed uh, to a nice contract there. Top power play unit, 24 years old. Last year, 56 games played, had 26 goals, 30 assists for 56 points. First time in his career he averaged a point per game. And now he has Goudreau playing with him, so I do see that increasing. So I definitely lining might be undervalued in your league, so maybe, well, draft him. I just, he wouldn't be in the first two rounds for me, depending on your needs, but I'd Definitely consider him a second-tier forward. He had 14 power play points, 34 hits, 13 blocks, and 167 shots on goal. Their second line should be Gustav Nyquist, Jack Roslovich, and Alexander Texier. Now, Nyquist, he should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. He's 32 years old now. Last year, 82 games played. He had 18 goals, 35 assists for 53 points. So 50-point guy, definitely worth streaming, depending how deep and how many players get drafted in your league. He might be a bench player for you. More of a streamer in my mind, but you never know with how many people get drafted in your league. 10 power play points, 41 hits, 51 blocks, and 122 shots on goal. The centerman, Roslovich, he should be on the second power play unit, 25 years old. Last year, 81 games played, he had 22 goals, 20 goal man, 23 assists for 45 points, had 7 power play points, 60 hits, 25 blocks, and 131 shots on goal. Again, uh, for me, he's, uh, he's not even a bench player, but he, I would stream him definitely on light nights. There's definitely some value there. And their last line mate, Texier, he should be on the second PK unit. He's only 22 years old. Last year, 36 games played. He had 11 goals, 9 assists for 20 points there. So averaging that over a season should be right around that 50-point mark. 13 hits, 12 blocks, 59 shots on goal. Just with the limited games, I'm not going to draft him. But as I mentioned in other videos, I do have a long watch list that I watch quite a bit. So I'll definitely watch to see how he does. And it might be somebody that I pick up earlier on or stream him earlier in the season than I normally would. Just because I do see the second line producing a bit better and Columbus scoring a bit more this year. Third line should be Jakub Voracek, Cole Sillinger, and Kirill Marchenko. You got Voracek, he should be on the top power play unit, 32 years old, still productive, 79 games played, 6 goals, 56 assists for 62 points. I do see him moving into the top 6 and even with his top unit power play time. For me, he's a late round draft pick. I'd use him as a bench player to see, depending again how deep your draft is. Might not even get drafted in some leagues, but I would take a flyer on him for most of the drafts I go into. Uh, of those 62 points, 25 of them are on the power play, 27 hits, 28 blocks, so he's definitely not going to wow you there, but 147 shots on goal. Cole Sillinger should be on the second PP unit, 19 years old, so young kid, and last year he played in 79 games, had 16 goals, 15 assists for 31 points. 
Not bad production for a young kid. And now he's going to have Voracek to play with, so I do see his offense improving. Is it going to be enough to draft him? More than likely not in a lot of leagues, but do keep your eye on him. Two power play points. Last year as an 18-year-old, he threw the body around, had 98 hits, so as he's more comfortable, he's probably going to throw the body around more this year, so he might show some more fantasy relevance in a banger league there. 43 blocks and 148 shots on goal. Uh, their line mate, according to Daily Faceoff, is Kirill Marchenko. He's on the second power play unit, 22 years old. Last year he put up 20 points in 39 games played in the KHL. Hard to gauge KHL because it's a lot lower scoring and he was only averaging about 10 minutes of ice time from what I've read. He's really wowed in uh, prospect camp for Columbus. So he might be possibly a Calder candidate this year, but don't draft him. Wait to see how he starts out and then gauge your interest in him if you have room to put him on your roster there. Uh, their fourth line, more likely going to be nobody relevant, pretty much like every team on the fourth line, but we'll go through it. It'll be Eric Robinson, Sean Corelli, and Matthew Olivier. Now, Robinson, he should be on the top PK unit, 27 years old. He, last year, 67 games played, had 10 goals, 17 assists for 27 points, 95 hits, 20 blocks, 104 shots on goal. Again, Nice penalty killer, somebody you'd want on your hockey team, not on your fantasy team, so leave him alone there, uh, owners. Sean Corelli, similar in a sense, should be on the top PK, 29 years old, got into 77 games, had 14 goals, 16 assists for 30 points. One of them was on the power play, not sure how he got some power play time, but he did a little bit. 240 hits, so definitely throws a body around, but... Uh, 51 blocks, 121 shots on goal. And the last one, Olivier, he's 25 years old. He played in 10 games last year, only had 1.23 hits, 4 blocks, 5 shots on goal. So really don't take him there. This doesn't really count. you got to have to think there on daily faceoff. They're not including uh, Johnson or Chinikov on their lines right there. So depending on injuries, camp battles, etc., those are a couple that might sneak into the roster. They're kind of crammed up front. And their uh, first pick in the draft, David Juracek, he's somebody that might be able to sneak on in the, later on in the season. I do see him being sent to the AHL, let him season, etc. But those are a couple prospects to keep an eye on throughout the year if they do get called up. Really do hope you did enjoy today's video. If you did and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. Don't want to miss out on some of the videos there as we try and help prep you to the draft before we get into our top goalies, defensemen and forwards, etc. Same thing with uh, if you're listening via podcast. Don't forget to hit that heart, hit follow, etc. so you don't miss out on future videos. And... Uh, Good luck in your upcoming fantasy drafts there, fantasy owners, and we'll be out with another one in a bit.